Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. guys I am super excited for this episode and this has been like over a month in the making we've been talking about doing this doing this interview and having having this podcast I have uh, Sue Jones Miranda with me today and she also does like it brings human design and gene keys into into her work and we connected through I believe it's through the Alpha Femme group from Mel- Melanie and Layer and we've just had like so many beautiful conversations and I'm so excited to have uh, to have Sue here today. So Sue, do you want to start by introducing yourself for the listeners? Sure. Yep. So first of all, thank you for having me. As you said, it's been been a, a little time in the coming of this. And yeah, we've connected. I think it's one of those things when you're kind of interested in human design and gene keys, it's like you've just got this opening of familiarity with that person. Yeah. You know, we did the thing that you always do. Let's look at each other's charts. So we looked at that to see from that level. But um, yeah, so my name's Sue Jones Miranda. I have my own brand called Alma Rose, which is all around soul secrets. The Some of the tools that I use are human design and jinky. So I've studied them myself for around seven years. And I was just speaking about that. I, there was never any intention for me to really kind of like use these tools outside of my own personal growth and development. And then I was using them with my one-on-one clients just in the capacity of like, hey, let me look at your chart so I could just gain a deeper understanding for them. And then it really was kind of mid towards the end of last year that there seemed to be a lot of opportunities for me to respond to. So I'm a generator. So having things to respond to around that. And from that, there's just been a whole new like evolution for my brand, Amarose, in the context of I create uh, playbooks, which is very much around human design, jinkies, using the charts to create these. Oh, I don't know how to really describe them. They're just these like beautiful books that dive into the essence of you so I call them it's like that deep remembrance of you um and yeah they they just seem to be flying which is beautiful expansive and all all the rest of it so that's a little bit about me yeah, and I've I've seen the pictures on your on your Facebook of the books and they are absolutely gorgeous. And it like it looks like the covers are all like personalized like to each person. And I just think that's that's incredible, like just how beautiful those are. It's definitely on my po- on my list of like, ooh, sometime. I mean because it's just so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have a designer that creates the covers, but the actual content itself is personalized as well. So it really goes into more so like the gates and the channels of the charts. 
specifically for each person. So there, there was a lot of work that went into the creation of them and my own personal growth and expansion of the journey of the creation of them has been like none other that I've experienced in my lifetime so far. So yeah, I'm very proud of them. I am very much in love with them. And yeah, there's a whole legacy being created from these. And the, the piece with it that I love the most is the how, because none of this came from my mind. I, you know, you asked me this time last year, it wasn't even a thought process. Like, like the actual pivot within my business through these has been something that I couldn't even imagine. It was very much a body experience. And I really relate that down to being very devoted and disciplined and embodied with my own human design and jinkies in just <laughs> really that being like the, the bulk the chunk of my personal development and yeah just kind of sowing the seeds for that and then allowing the um yeah like for that to be reciprocated which it it is at the moment yeah 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 and just hearing this like you know this example it, it's I love it because within a lot of the questions I get like especially with all the generators and even managing manifesting generators like me like is like okay how do I how do I respond like how do I create and how do these things happen if I'm not like propelling and like taking that and like initiating type action and like you've just shared like this is just it's like we can learn tools like human design and gene keys and not necessarily position ourselves as a like human design reader or like gene keys um gene keys guide i think that's the term that uh, richard rudd prefers to use for for like the people who know jinkies but we can use it with our clients and it can just be something that organically like unfolds instead mm -hmm. of something that we're trying to like force to happen or uh or propel forward and so just hearing this it's just like oh this is a perfect example of um just living out your design and yeah, exactly. Because it, it, it really does create that feeling. And, you know, I've had this conversation with my clients, with friends and with my husband as well, where it's like, I, di I didn't really choose this. It's like it chose me. Does that make sense? It's like, yeah, like the birthing and the creation of these. It was like it chose me. I, I didn't choose to do this. And the reason why I was able to receive this and to birth it and create it was because of the work I'd done before in terms of my own personal deconditioning, in terms of my own personal remembrance of like who I am and, you know, the game that I'd come here to play, um, again, predominantly using human design and jinkies for that for myself and then it's like oh here, here you go now you can create something that uh, <laughs> makes it easier for others because this is a journey for me for like you know with gene keys and human design specifically seven years personal development <laughs> and another 20 years onto that and so you know it doesn't have to be that long for all of us <laughs> there is a way once we've gone on that journey isn't it that we can then turn around and impart our own stories and our wisdom and our understanding and insights for others. 
Yes. Oh, I love that. It's like, it's so, it's really beautiful just to hear, hear more of your story and just to hear like a lot more of your journey, like within being a coach. And it, it can give some of us, um, especially people maybe who are starting out a little bit of hope, like, okay, it's not always going to be maybe this rough or um, like there. It, it can take like patience and just really being truly in that like satisfaction within like the generator type, like being in that satisfaction and being uh, and responding to the things that are happening outside of us and just being who we are and allowing the right opportunities to just like magnetize towards towards us or like with uh, with any generator, like allowing the right things to um, to come towards and just being able to truly be in tune with mm. um, with what feels like aligned and uh, being able to uh, really have like mastered that like decision making process and being able yeah. to recognize those correct opportunities mm-hmm. and just go- and just going with that flow right right there and um it can like it can be like so tricky I feel like with especially with the um like emotional authority like you and I were both emotional authorities Mm -hmm. and is there can you share anything around like working with your with your emotional authority and like working with like those emotional waves in order to be able to like recognize like what the correct decisions are for you yeah so that (laughs) was um yeah definitely a challenging piece of the journey because it is the key the the real I'd say the big piece for me was just in that acceptance so in acceptance of all the spectrum of the emotions without attaching any meaning to it and just you know when I'm in that melancholic state or when I'm in that you know high excited state just to go okay this is where I am and I don't need to do anything Because oftentimes what I found with myself and what I have found with others is that when we're in the experience of emotion, we want to do something, but we want to do something because we feel uncomfortable being in it. So it's like we just then act, I feel, in my opinion, like way too prematurely. So instead of allowing the full integration of that energy in your system and to being in a space where you're really feeling the potency and the power of those emotions again you know all the emotions because they all serve a purpose for us instead of like allowing that and regulating your system to feel safe and to feel comfortable and to be like this is okay it's like we want to do something and we want to do it because we want to get rid of it so it was really learning for me to not act too quickly and to really truly and honestly ride that emotional wave as in again if I'm in that melancholic state to give myself what I need in that moment in time so to nurture and to nourish myself to not you know push and be like oh I don't you know I'm in this place so but I'll still push I'll still force I'll still move through it's like no I can give myself this space to just feel what I need to feel. 
And then the biggest one was actually more on the other spectrum, was in the high emotions, where it's like, whoa, party, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling excited, almost in that like little bit, you know, like that hectic, frenetic state. And it was like, you know, I've got to do something. I've got to get rid of this energy. That's what it always felt. Like. I've got to get rid of it. I've got to get rid of it. And actually just celebrating that within myself and, you know, dancing around my living room, going for a walk, again, really integrating and grounding that and not doing anything, not making any decisions in that place. And when I maneuvered back to that neutral spot where I was like, okay, then yeah like literally the question I would just ask is like what do I want and from that place I was then able to discern whether it was like a yes or a no yes oh you described that like Mm. perfectly and a little bit of my realizations and journey uh, recently because with my I realized that more of my unaligned decisions were happening when I was feeling like really emotionally high and super excited about something and so I you know Oh, with a lot of my friends, they know me. Like I talk about human design all the time and they know a little bit. And so it's just like, yeah, my I'm I'm really excited and like I'm at the peak of my emotional wave. So like right now it's like a heck yes, but I'm sleeping on this for a few days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, that's it. Yeah. And I was saying to someone, even the other day, so you know, obviously we talk about it in, in terms of like business, whatever. But I went, so I got a five-year-old daughter and we were out shopping and I saw this beautiful dress. It was quite an out there dress, very much, you know, like it reminded me of like Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamco. And I was like, ooh, I loved it, but I didn't know if I wanted it. And so instead of rushing in, in the decision and going, oh, and like just buying it in the moment, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna give myself the space to allow the, yeah, like the emotions and the excitement of seeing this dress to disperse and then choose. And it actually ended up, I, I didn't want to buy it. It ended up, you know, going to where I was clear, as clear as I'll ever feel in, no, I don't want it. And actually after that, I found something that was way, felt way more aligned with me and my energy. So, you know, that's how it all plays out. But it's even in the context of, you know, it's not just in business and making decisions in business. It's it's in all life. And really, I have found just giving myself the space. I don't have to say yes immediately. I don't have to say no immediately. It's okay to ask for space to enable me to make that decision. You know, I've had people ask, do you want to come in my Facebook group and do this? Do you want to do a podcast? Do you want to do this? And instead of the old me would have been very much like, yeah, like you've got to say yes to everything. It's now like, actually, what do I want? And I'll only really get a sense of that. What do I want when I'm in that neutral place? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like with my friends, it's not necessarily just business decisions. It may be like, hey, like, do you do we want to plan like a girl's trip or something? And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, it's like super excited because we're um, we had met at a um, retreat type thing pre-COVID, like literally right before lockdown, like a week before Mm. the whole country went on lockdown. And, you know, we've wanted to see each other again. And like, sometimes it's just like, yeah, we're so excited. But then like thinking about it, it's like, okay, no, this isn't the right time. And Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where I'm like, yeah, like my, my emotional wave, I'm super excited, but let's, 
let me let this kind of settle a little bit and uh, and it and it shows in different ways like how uh how it's like not aligned it's it, it like it may be like oh like maybe sometimes it's outside circumstances for me mm. like you know like um like oh I'm not able to book plane tickets or like you know the, the maybe the hotel or Airbnb isn't available like it's just there's all these little signs that come into play that like okay this isn't the right decision but I'm going to trust in divine timing that it's all going to work out when it's meant yeah. to work out. And yeah. And I don't know about with you, but I know for me that it was certainly a different way to when I would make decisions before. I was yeah. always an extremely spontaneous person. Mm -hmm. And now having gone through the process and, you know, being able to look back on my life, I can see how those spontaneous decisions never led me to what I wanted it never created what I actually wanted for my life and it's like yeah once you you can kind of look back and go oh okay so because I was in the emotion of it and you know almost yeah like in my head trying to decide yes no yes no because this is how it feels instead of just giving myself that breathing space yeah, I made many decisions in my past that um, <laughs> definitely didn't lead to what I desired. Yeah, and I've definitely, I'm still kind of, I'm going to be honest, like I have been studying human design and jinkies a lot less longer than you, um, mm. but it, so I'm still in that process. And mm. I think that sometimes we, I've noticed that sometimes we feel like, oh my gosh, I can't, I have to be perfect in order to teach something in order to guide other people. But it's real. like, I think people are more relatable when they're like in the muck of that with you, with you a little bit. Like yeah. I still, it's like, it's almost a little bit more relatable. Like, yeah, okay. I have an yeah. emotional wave and I'm still, I'm not perfect with this. And a part of me with my three line, is like, I'm just going out there and trying it all experience yeah, so you've got the whole trial well you've got the, the six three so at the moment it's trial and error and trial and error isn't it so it's yes. like yay <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah no I'm experiencing this too and I'm gonna share like as I'm going through things like the tools that I use and the techniques that I use to help me navigate this like uh, sometimes or often with decisions it's um I'm going to sleep on it no matter what. Like, even yeah. if I'm feeling, even if I'm feeling a little calm, like just because I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. I tend to get in my head a lot because mm -hmm. I have defined head, defined Ashna, like a lot of in-head thinking. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I'm giving myself 24 hours no matter what. And mm -hmm. that has led to more in alignment decisions for me than um for like previously like trying to navigate the emotional wave yeah. and getting yeah. in my head like how do I really feel how do I really yeah. feel right now and I, I think that like what you just said you know even outside of human design and outside of gene keys it is about us as individuals finding our own practices finding our own ways that feel really good in our system that is going to give us that sense of clarity that we all desire in our decision making because the truth is you make a decision but you never know you're on the other side of the decision so you can make the decision and you can have all of your energy infused in that decision 
but you don't know what's going to be the outcome of that decision. You can just follow it, knowing that whatever happens, there's either going to be a memory made or a lesson learned. And either way, you're good with that. And I think that's, I mean, it's a lot of what I do and what I encourage in so many. It's like, there is no, you know, one shoe that fits all. We really are here to learn our own practices, our own processes, our own way to trust within ourselves even more. And human design and gene keys are just, you know, some tools that we can use to help us with that. There's many others out there, but these these are the ones that I, I enjoy. I've always enjoyed these. I always had a little interest as specifically human design was my starting point. That's what I discovered first. And, and it was just one of those, you know, going down the rabbit hole moments I was like oh my god let's keep going to the point where I was like you know what this is pretty much taking over my life but it was becoming just very knowledge-based more than embodiment more than experience so I just shelved it for um, a while and then discovered jinkies and fell in love with jinkies way more than human design I was like jinkies I was just like I loved it and then it was only when I started actually blending the two and integrating the two that I was like, oh, my God, I actually see these systems. Like my belief is they were gifted to us from the Galactic Federation in order to help us remember who we are. That's my I was like, Haha, I'm going to take these tools. And again, it was very personal for my life and with my family family so with my husband and my daughter in really learning our charts and how we can harmonize as a family understanding the differences that are within us because it was hilarious when I started to dive into my husband's chart when I was like oh now I see why you're like this whereas before I was a lot more judgmental like you're wrong I'm right but when we can start to understand the energetic makeup of us all, I, I, in my experience anyway, it's created a lot more acceptance. And so, you know, he's he's a, a three five generator. My daughter's a five one, and so we've learned that you know I'm six two. We're all generators. My daughter and I are um, emotional authorities, and my husband has an undefined solar, <laughs> so he's just like whoa with all of the emotions that happen within within the home environment but again it was him because he was absorbing them and amplifying them but when he gained an understanding as well that that what was going on like again as a family we created our own practices and processes where yeah we can just shift it and change it a little bit and shift the patterns that we were in that was creating a lot of like icky energy a lot of the conflict in our home and that that was the the starting point really me first and then my husband my daughter's only five so we're kind of learning it in order to raise her she's got her own playbook so she'll be given that once she can actually read yeah. <laughs> um and <laughs> and then yeah and then to the clients and then yeah just seeping it out that way because they are great tools to create that understanding of the differences within us. And so, yeah, when we're raising children, when we're working with other people, we can see those differences, not in a separation way, but in a beautiful way, in a look what you bring to the table. Yes, yes, exactly. And 
just to like kind of add to that a little bit, like um, in in my life, I have some people who are very much like anti astrology, like spirituality, like any of this stuff. And I've actually started to share. Um, I, I don't know what the other people's human designs are, but I recognize like everyone's different, and I get to share in a way like not bringing like the word human design into it and like emotional authority and all that but I actually you know started to share with people like hey this is how I process and like make decisions this is how my like brain works and everything and sharing like my experience with them and Mm -hmm. then they were like oh I understand you work a little bit different than I do and whereas like especially um like I'm, I'm technically like single, but there's been like, a, you know, somebody that I've been uh, dating for mm-hmm. a, a lengthy period. And so I ha- finally had a conversation after fighting. I was like, this is how, this is how my brain works. This is how uh, my decision-making process works. Like, it's really hard for me to make like really split decisions. And mm-hmm. when you ask mm-hmm. open-ended questions, I'm just like, what but if you give me specific things to respond to or like share you know as far as like you know what to eat for a meal like when we're together Mm -hmm. if you share like specific things like that you're in the mood for I can tell you whether yeah I want this or no I don't want that like let's think of something else um and it's led to less like frustrations between the two of us and how we communicate uh, when yeah. I was able to share how my, like, when I learned my human design and how my energy specifically worked, it gave me the words. Um, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Like, absolutely right. And I believe that this is what we will move into within the world in its yeah. entirety. I mean, again, there's no coincidence that these are here and they're, they're becoming a lot more mainstream than what they were, you know. Um, even just a couple of years ago and it's because they're here for us you know I don't feel you can have enough people learning and understanding and teaching and embodying human design and gene keys because it's you understanding you you can communicate who you are to others you can understand who they are and so I believe that it's it's a way where we're going to really be able to accept and embrace the differences about each other, which is just gonna give us all that little fuel and that confidence to really be that version of us. Cause I don't know about you, but I know for sure growing up and I even see a little bit with my daughter who's at school at the moment where, you know, everyone is, you know, you're made to feel that you have to conform. Like you have to be this certain way. We were have, I've been having conversations lately very much around, you know, what it means to be like a good girl. So you have to be a good girl and this is what it means. And so we adapt and we start to be our not self to please others, to conform. And it's because, again, the world is changing, but how it's been so far is everyone's quite uncomfortable when someone's a little different, when someone is. And so when we can accept this and understand these differences, and embrace it like we'll start to create that like heterarchal line where we're all just on that one line and we are different and that's the beauty of it rather than oh you're different so you must be more than or less than than me and like I'm I'm all in for that like I am all in for that I just that's my desire that's my vision for for the world absolutely is 
again, when I was growing up as, as a child, it was very much, you know, be more like your brother or don't be more like this person or a lot of comparing and a lot of um, my parents' viewpoint was the way. Instead of going, this is my way, let's understand what her way is. It was like, this was my way. And so I wanted to be a good girl and to please my parents. And so I changed. And yeah, just from going on the journey, it's like, oh, that's where I started to abandon myself, really. And I feel that's the journey for a lot of people is to understand that they have abandoned themselves and where they can stop doing that. And then looking forward for the future generations within who they can be to encourage them not to abandon themselves. Oh, yes, exactly. Like a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, you know, some, uh, what am I trying to say is it, when I first learned about human design, I didn't relate to my design at all, like mm. at all. And it's, it was when I learned about like conditioning, like I asked, mm. um, who eventually became my, uh, who I studied human design under, but I asked like, what do you do if you don't relate to your design? Because like how human design like came to me, it just, it was just like, everybody was talking about it. Um, coaches I was working with were like, spirits telling me, me to tell you to look into your human design. So it's just like all these signs. And I was yeah. like, well, I don't relate to it. I don't get it. Let me ask why. <laughs> um, and, and then I, that's where I learned about conditioning and mm. like, yes, I was very like heavily um, influenced by uh, my mom. And mm. it's funny because I had, like you saw my chart, I have like eight out of nine centers defined. And so yeah, that's yeah. very weird to be like so heavily conditioned mm-hmm. um, by like my mom, but that's just my experience with, with, uh, with growing up is like, mm-hmm. it just this, uh, like a, my mom put a lot of stuff on me and we've, you know, done a lot of work and still working on and like healing and all that. Yeah. But I, uh, it took a lot to like really give myself permission to be who I'm like designed to be and um, like, le- like just learning and giving myself permission to be in the flow and just to allow like the healing to occur has, yeah. has really helped me. And then um, I know we briefly talked about Gene Keys a little bit mm. and it was also like, within the gene keys, like I haven't fully, like I learned and like went over the entire sequence and yeah. everything, but I, I started like with, um, that, like the Venus sequence deep dive. And it was just like harsh, harsh, yeah. harsh, <laughs> harsh. Yeah. And, and so I've, I've kind of been, it's just really like allowing it to unfold, but like, it was just like, it hit me harder, like mm. with the not like the um, I'm using the word like non-self, but yeah, like the like where it's just like where you're out of alignment. I don't remember the yeah. exact like terminology that he uses, but it was just like bam with all these like in relationships. I get de- I get defensive right away, and I'm like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, like okay, jinkies. Hey, as I say, I I fell in love, but it absolutely is a different journey 
because it's a very very I mean they're both like inner journeys and understandings but you know especially with the Venus sequence it's like the opening of the heart and if we've been used to or feel familiar to protecting ourselves for x amount of years like it's challenging and that's why like I, I believe like we all every single human on this planet we really have to have our own practices and our own processes in our own nervous system regulation, in our own emotional intelligence. So we can feel safe and give ourselves what we need in these moments of exploration. Because when you go exploring, I always use, you know, like Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole, like you will find parts and pieces that you've hidden for years because you didn't want to see them. Do you know what I mean? And so when you then end up seeing that, so you don't collapse on yourself and just, you know, want to go and run and just hide under a duvet for the rest of your life. You really, it's so important to have those practices and processes or a support of a mentor or coach or somebody that is able to support you through that. That, that That's, yeah, that's what, what I believe. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I've had, I've seen like posts in Facebook groups of like people like, oh, I'm looking for like a Gene Keys reading. And I'm just like, so I'm like, yeah, like I, I know it, I can like share it with you, but yeah. I don't feel fully. And this is why I've never like done one for another person. I don't feel fully comfortable mm. doing that because it's, it's at least for me, it isn't something where you can get like a quick mm reading in a session it's like no this is it's something much deeper and um I usually start by I just refer people to uh, the Gene Keys website go go, just go go to the Richard website like all all the information is there and um yeah like it's it's not something it's something that like I do infuse a lot of or parts that I've learned from the Gene Keys when I've done readings like especially for people in business like okay, like here, like I'll talk about like their culture line. Cause that was huge for me. Mm. Um, I'm a culture line too, which is like partnership. Mm. Yes. And I didn't, when I first came into the online space, it was like, you have to scale online courses, group coaching programs, mm. da, 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 da. like you can't do one-on-one because you won't be, uh, you'll be burnt out. You'll not make, you'll not make a lot of money, but um, recently I'm just like, no, I'm meant to be in partnership. Like, yeah, I love the one-on-one work. Let me embrace this. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and a lot, like, just trust that, you know, when I, when it's time for me to stop doing like one-on-one sessions, then, um, like a beautiful, like maybe like a business partnership will mm. come into play where I can, I can use that culture of partnership in so mm-hmm. many different ways, but let yeah. me like, let me embrace this. So I share that with people, you know, um, with talking about like certain of the gates I use, like, I like to use a lot of the gene keys. Uh, like I referenced the, the book, like, and so mm-hmm. with, oh my gosh, the, oh, the shat, it was like the sh- why the words like were escaping me during you knew, you mean shadow. like the three words so like yeah. the shadow the gift and yes. they still called it the city but yeah, yeah the genius city yeah yes yes thank you it came back yeah, always mm-hmm. whenever like you, you may lose words 
and then they will always come back in the right time. But uh, I, I infuse like a little bit of like the Gene Keys expressions in some of the work yeah. that I do, but I don't feel I like, this is just me personally. Like, I just don't feel fully comfortable like go moving through all of the sequences in order with people, because that's yeah. a journey that I'm still taking with myself, especially mm -hmm. with that Venus sequence. Cause I was just like, I, I, I had to avoid <laughs> a little bit with that. And so um, and that's just personally where I'm at. And I do things that are a little bit out of order because um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you used a word a few times, which I think is such a, a beautiful word for all of this, which is like permission. Like these tools do give you permission to just be you because we've all got so much conditioning and programming in this lifetime and beyond where it really creates this fear of, you know, going against what feels familiar to us and all of those sensations in our body. And so when we <laughs> start to learn these other parts and pieces of ourselves, it's like we finally get permission just to be who we are. Because I've always seen like with Gene Keys is very much around like that's the nature of us. That is, you know, the coding that we chose so before we came into our physical body I always like imagine we, we were like up there in wherever up there is and it's like right you've got some numbers to choose it's like playing bingo and you were like oh so you were like oh I'm gonna have a number two I'll throw that into my culture and I'll have I don't know whatever number she had I'd have 64 let's throw that into my evolution and so you chose the, that coding within you you chose this and so those spheres in your gene keys were always going to be part of your journey. It's your nature. It was always going to materialize the shadow of those in a certain capacity with the intention for you to alchemize it and to actually move more into your gift for you as an individual and then ripple that out into collective. And I see human design or parts of human design especially the undefined uh, like centers and the undefined gates as more of like the nurture. So that is, as we were growing up, the conditioning and the program we have received from our environment. So that's why I love blending them together because it's like, oh, that's who I am. This is why potentially I'm not being who I am. So now I have permission to change it. And so, yeah, like for me, I'm like, I think that what I was searching for, for most of my life is that permission. And so, you know, whether people believe in these charts or not, I do. So I'm like, it's here, <laughs> it's here. And, you know, not in the context of, you know, boxing myself in or labeling myself, but in that permission of, okay, I get to now expand and be more of me. Yes, exactly. And we, it's like, we get to, we get to like use these tools in a way that's going to like benefit us mm. versus like this is what somebody is telling telling me how I should use it and mm -hmm. and everything like we get to take like different parts of us or parts of the tools that like we're ready to look at and yeah. um and parts maybe we're not ready to look at like I mm -hmm. was in a a reading session um, a few days ago with somebody who was asking about like the um, like how using human design and health and I would like share the story like with my digestion like I'm um, 
I like I have the color one I just remember the number so it's like that like mm-hmm. clean foods individually and all that and like when I first heard that I have a history of like uh, not like eating like a specific eating disorder but very like disordered and like unhealthy eating patterns so hearing mm-hmm. that I was just like nope I cannot hear anything about anybody telling me to eat specific foods because yeah. I'm gonna go into this rabbit hole of like and so I like I pushed it aside and like I you know I was honest with that person who because she had like a similar um, digestion as me and I was just like here like here's what it says if you um, if there's any sort of uncomfortability with following this like if you have any history of like eating disorders or disordered eating, like ignore it, talk to a professional, like this isn't. (laughs) Yeah, no, you, you, you like saying that, like that's, that's another piece. And because, you know, with human design and gene keys, you know, they are becoming very well known, but yeah, there does have to be like an ethical element within it as well. Not just, and that's why I love what you just shared. It's like, I'm still on my journey with gene keys. I don't feel I'm out of place where I can take somebody on their deep dive journey, which is really admirable and really ethical. And so, and what you just said, you know, if you're diving into your digestion and there, you know, you have a history of an eating disorder and that's outside your scope, you have to be able to go, no, this is not my area. And so, you know, you can have a list of resources of people that you can then recommend them to and you know that that's something that I would always highlight and definitely what I'm deepening in with my brand as well is that like ethical element it's like we're not here to do it all like I don't specifically um dive I mean I, I talk about it and I touch on it and I've gone on the journey of you know like like the inner child healing but it's not my area of expertise so I want somebody on my team that when I'm working with somebody and this is coming up which it will do it's like this now you need to go over here and this person is going to help you through this process and yeah I I yeah I'll stand for that very fiercely in yeah I don't want to get too you know on the the high horse about it but there are a lot of people that are like well I looked at my chart and now I'm going to teach about it and it's like that can be quite damaging because as you said like this is it's like an opening of you both human design and jinkies and if that person is not ready to fully go in then you have to know when to stop with them. So yeah, you'll give them parts and pieces. And if that feels like, you know, they're collapsing on themselves, either give them the support they need or let that be enough. Let what you've given them enough. Because we all, well, I say we all, I, I, I have a tendency where it's like, I just want you to know it all. Like, here's everything. Let me throw it at you. And that's not always beneficial for them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's just being mindful of, of that for sure. Yes. Yeah. And, um, that I, like, this has come up, like I've seen people who, or I hear so much, like I get DMS all the time of people like, Oh, like somebody told me in my human design, like I couldn't do XXS or like, um, projector, like somebody said, like projectors can't manifest. And I'm just like, who told you that? 
No, mm. everybody can manifest. Like I, I'm obsessed with manifestation. Um, and so uh, like for me, I was just like, who told you that? What's going on? Like, and, and it's because like, there's such a freedom of information out there. Like people can yeah. go online, they can say whatever they want. And there's no, there's no like regulation with that. Um, And so there is like, there is this sense of like, okay, am I being like ethical with this information? And um, I mean, technically I'm like, in technical terms, I'm not like certified in human design, but Mm -hmm. I, it's like, I'm certified in a coaching method that used human design. Like I learned through Eden Carpenter, like mm-hmm. it doesn't say like human design certified, but it, like, yeah, but, but, but even that, like I, I, I felt like I haven't worked with Eden, but I, yeah. I, I know she's trained through Paige Michelle and yeah. it's like, you, you get a sense of who to trust and like, yeah. she's definitely one to trust. So if I hear of anyone and they're like, oh, that's who I've learned from, I'm like, right, well, well that's good because you discern within yourself who to train with and do you know what I mean it could have been I don't know you know Sheila or Bob down the road that you know did whatever but it's like yeah I don't know I I just feel it comes back to us and our own again following our own authorities and trusting within ourselves as to what feels right over maybe what might like look like the shiniest object out there let's say (laughs) yes yeah and like I you know I've seen people who have given human design readings and then like you know I've had a conversation I was like oh who did you learn from you're like oh I just read all these books online or like I read all the books and I'm just like okay um you know and it it depends on like where where they're at like you know you could do like a basic Mm. reading if you've Mm. read books and if that's all you're getting into like okay cool but you know, with getting into like the deeper elements, it's like, okay, who did you learn from? Where are you mm-hmm. getting this information? Um, and we get to, I got, and ultimately, like sometimes it can, what we're saying is like, oh, we can get in our heads, like, oh, do I need to be checking who I'm learning from? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, a little bit, but also you can trust your own, um, your own inner guidance with that too. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if there's, if there's like a funky feeling that you're feeling around a certain person, like explore that. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like take some time to explore it. And if ultimately like that doesn't go away, then maybe finding somebody else to mm-hmm. like learn from because there and are it, so many people. <laughs> yeah. And you can even expand on out on that a little more in terms of your own experiences yeah. you know what I mean yeah so like um if you have gone on your own experiential process and you have because for me anyway this is in my belief I don't believe like you necessarily need to be certified you necessarily even need to have studied under somebody but you definitely have to be in integrity with yourself Mm-hmm. and having gone on the journey because that's pretty much my journey was as I said in the start it was like this was for me I was never intending to do anything with it aside from learn more about me mm-hmm. and then learn more about my daughter and then learn more, more about my husband and it was literally like opportunities just opened up for me to respond to 
And, you know, there's even, you know, I, I, I don't want to be like a human design expert. I personally don't believe that's really such a thing, but I do believe so beautifully in these tools to help us on our own journey. And then if something unfolds for you that you can offer back, perfect. But it doesn't just because you're learning human design for you doesn't mean that you're then going to be a human design expert. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. and, and I think sometimes that's where people they're like, oh, this was so good for me. This was so beautiful for me. And now I want to teach everybody else, which is great because, you know, that's that excited energy. But again, maybe just discern a little bit. Yeah. Is this, is this what lights me up? Is this or was this for me? And you can talk about that with all of the tools like personal development tools that are out there like they're not always for you to then go on and teach sometimes it is just for you <laughs> and your journey and yeah and I, that was something I learned phew, a, a lot on my own journey was that we're not here to teach everything but we can use it for our own journey and our own expansion ah uh, exactly and that's you know, I'll just say like one more thing before like wrapping it up, but that's where I've used like my partnership where mm -hmm. there's certain tools that I've used and then I promote and share who I learned from. And if mm -hmm. I have, if I have like an affiliate partnership, like I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, uh, let me, let me share this course where I learned it had a great yeah. experience. And uh, that's how I've been able to like generate some money in my business without me having to feel like I need to teach everything. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, I just, I'm happy I discovered them. I don't believe there's any coincidence in the discovery of them. And as I say, from my own journey to start, and now I, I have been very fortunate to create the playbooks using these tools using these techniques um which are really benefiting other people I mean people have said you know these are like a legacy that can then get passed down through generation through generation people are getting them created as gifts for friends they're getting them created as you know for their children as well so again it's just giving us that understanding of each other so we can embrace those differences and live in harmony with those differences instead of everyone needing to be the same and everyone needing to be the same as you or to have had the same experience as, as you or to see the world the same as you I said with my husband and, and he's three five like there's there was absolutely parts in his design that I was just like would drive me crazy about him and then when we started to go on the journey a little bit together I was just like oh and now we laugh now I'm like there's your three line playing out or there's your five line playing out and like we get it and we get it and he understands about me as well you know with my two I'm like <laughs> bye I like I need space and it's not personal it's not anything it's just that is where I recoup my energy that is where I'm able to yeah like reconnect back for myself and again it's just understanding like it really is and they're great tools for understanding about who we are and yeah like those that we love around us yes oh yes like exactly like we're we're all meant to be like we're all unique and we all have our own processes and and everything and we like and everybody even within like um like human design 
like getting readings, like you have, you have the playbooks. I have like, I do also like a written um, version, which is uh, just human design, like not, um, I started to try to put something together for Gene Keys because it came with the templates I bought, Um, but nope, not not right now, maybe in the future, but I do written, I do them, um, I do them on Zoom. I know people who do like pre-recorded readings. Um, like everybody shares, even the people with, within the human design realm who do readings, like we all mm-hmm. share them uniquely. Like we, there's something for, there's something for pretty much like everyone and every, um, every type of learner and, uh, and everything. So it's, it's really it's really incredible um, to see like how we all are sharing and are expressing ourselves in our own uh, unique ways. So um, we're and then, like- and then, <laughs> so, Sorry, just, just to add this just yeah. very quickly. And then I, I've seen and spoken and worked with people that are literally like, I have no interest in human design or jinkies. Like, no, like that's not. And yet when I've looked at their chart, so when I've been like, go on, let me have a look, let me have a look. I'm just like, you are so living in alignment with it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you don't have to know these tools or have an interest to be in alignment, but they can certainly help you. So if you're in a place and, you know, this is for everybody in the world where you just want that, you know, reminder that reveal, that little like nudge, that, you know, remembrance, then these are tools that can help you with that. But again, it's like with anything, like it's not necessary because it's so dependent on on you and who you're being. And that's what I said. I've seen people out there and I've worked with people out there. And in fact, there's been a few people that I've done the playbooks for. And like, I've known them on like a more personal level. And I've created their books and I'm just like, you are like, no wonder you are creating the life and having the experiences you are because you are so in alignment with your design. And yeah, I love that. And we're not all there. And so we can use these to help us move more into that space. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, that's a, that's happened for me too. Like I've had some sessions where I've done readings and they're like, yep, I'm in alignment. Yep like this is this is perfect and and I was like yeah okay awesome like like that's really great there's nothing sometimes we come into these things and we think like oh my gosh I need to be fixed but that's not Mm. always the case absolutely I love it absolutely (laughs) not we are not broken we do not need to be fixed we just need to remember who we are like literally that's it the essence of us and really feel that essence like so in like every breath that you take in life can you feel her can you feel that life inside of you and if not that's not a bad thing it's just an indication that you want to tweak something shift something adapt something and then take that breath now do you feel her yes great now let's go yeah then take action then move and that's all it is and you know we can turn it into a game it can be fun it can be it doesn't have to be like heavy and hard it can be as simple as that in every moment just breathe how does life feel for you if it lights you up keep going if not then contemplate what can you change that's going to light you up a little more in that moment and it might be I just need to get up and go and make a cup of tea it doesn't have to be elaborate or it might be you know what 
um, yeah, like I was going to do this post, but it doesn't really excite me anymore. Or it might be, you know what, I was going to do some work, but actually I want to go for a walk. And having the courage and confidence to make those different choices in each and every moment, because that's what will make the change. Like I, I know that, I've lived that, I've experienced that, I continue to experience that, I teach that. And I feel sometimes we, we overcomplicate it a bit. And again, that's where these tools can help you because they can just show you the bits that you might need to shift and tweak and adapt. Oh, exactly, exactly. Like you just like worded it so, so perfectly. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this time has like flown <laughs> so, so <laughs> fast. I'm like, hours and hours, days and days. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so, 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 so good. Uh, so for um, just to wrap this up, um, where can people, like if they're interested in your work and what you do, where can people get in touch with you? Yeah, so the, the main place at the moment is my Facebook profile. So yeah, just head to my Facebook profile um, or send me a message on Messenger if you want to kind of connect in that way. Um, but that's the main place at the moment. There is expansion happening as always, but that that's where I would direct people at this moment in time. That's where I'm predominantly on and posting and sharing is on my Facebook profile. Awesome. And yeah, I'll have all that information for everybody in the in the show notes of this episode. I just want to thank you again for coming on. This was an incredible conversation that we had. Thank you, Amy. It was good. I enjoyed it immensely. I know, and that's what we said, didn't we? We were like, let's just talk about human design. And it then, yeah, it always generates a really uplifting conversation. So thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to check out my free membership, Embody Your Design. We dive deep into how you can embody your unique human design. Link to join is in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate a review on iTunes. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at theamymay with your favorite part of this episode. Thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode.